He reigns, he reigns, he reigns. Hallelujah. For everybody watching online, the Lord reigns. Hallelujah. See, when you watch online or people that watch on TV, they don't always get the same effect as, as what it's like here. I, I know that the anointing and power and anointing of God is always transferable. I believe in that. Because as we worship here, people get touched and healed in their homes or on TV. And I'm thankful for that. But it's never the same, really, when you watch online as when you're here. Uh, but I'm grateful for the technology that we can. But He's great. He's great and He reigns. Can you just, just pause there for a moment that He reigns? Just think about that right now. That whatever we're facing, what we're facing as a nation... If you pay any attention to the news around the globe, it's a scary time for many folk. But listen, he still reigns. He still sits on a thousand mile long throne. Think about that. Think about how big that is. Think about how big your God is that he has a throne a thousand miles long. A thousand miles. That he's so big that the earth is his footstool. Some of y'all haven't left Pennsylvania, let alone been able to explore the world. I haven't got to tour, tour the world the way I'd like yet. But when I do and when I take my, my, my trip on the spaceship, you know, and go up and get to do like everybody else does. Hallelujah. I'll get to see how big the world is. And maybe I'll have a better revelation of how big God is to see how big the earth is to understand it's just his footstool. That's how big he is. So it don't matter what's going on overseas in Ukraine or Russia. Doesn't matter what little rocket man's going to do. Doesn't matter what China is going to do, doesn't matter what our president might do, don't matter who will be president, don't matter who's going to win in a few weeks in the election, God still sits on the throne, amen, and he still reigns. Can somebody hear me? Doesn't matter what you face today, I don't care how, how labored you've been, I don't care how downtrodden you've been or how depressed you've been, I don't know if anybody else is battling depression right now, come on somebody, but can you just acknowledge for a moment that God is bigger than it, God is bigger than my emotions, God is big, come on somebody. Somebody, that maybe today can be your day to be, just be set free, to shake that thing off, that God is bigger than it. He's bigger than my highs and my lows and my emotions, that he, he's bigger than, than, than the emotional swings that we go through. Anybody else ever feel like a pendulum and a grandfather clock, that you're up and then you're down, my God, and it can take one thing to set you off, amen? It took one, one guy at the distribution just to send me in a tailspin this week, screaming at me, cussing me, and I'll tell you, he almost sent me down. But then we have to remember how big God is, that, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. A thousand can fall at one side and 10,000 at the other, but it won't come nigh me. I, he might get close enough that I can feel the breath of the enemy on my neck. Amen. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. What a great God we serve. Our God reigns. Our God reigns. Our God reigns. Yes, he does. He reigns. He reigns. Our God reigns bigger than our, our diagnosis. Come on. Our God reigns bigger than our depression. He reigns bigger than my disability. Come on. He reigns bigger than, than financial problems or car problems. Hey, amen. He reigns bigger than all of it. He, he, he reigns bigger. Come on. Can we just stay in that vein for a moment? Because I feel like God wants to do something. Maybe he wants to speak to you or touch you where you are. Amen. Even right now while we worship i'm thankful that even right now while we're in this place the cornerstone's airing us right now on their main network come on somebody that that we're airing on their main network today the favor of god 
right now that someone would be touched and healed and ministered to in the name of Jesus while you're here. While you're here, while we're here acknowledging how big God is, can we just take a moment and just recognize just for a moment, let him reveal himself to you how big he is. He is big and he is bad. I don't care what has been taunting you or tormenting you. Doesn't matter what's been tormenting you. He reigns. He reigns. Doesn't matter what temporary circumstances that we're we're facing. Everybody in this room, everybody online, everybody on TV has some kind of thing, something that that we just we we want it to move. We need it to move. That we need some clarity in, or or, or it feels like you're carrying a a 500 pound weight on your back, and you just need it to move. And maybe today you just need to recognize how big God is. That 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 that, that even as the word says, cast your care upon the Lord because He cares for you. Just just throw it off throw it off because he's big enough. He never intended you to carry it. He never intended for you or I to carry depression. He never in- intended for you and I to, to, to battle in thoughts that we're battling. Come on. He never intended for you and I to become weird, so weary and well-doing. He never intended you and I to get so burnt out that we're on the verge of giving up or walking away or doing any of those things. But but he, he didn't intend though. He needs you and I to understand how big he is, how great he is, that he is the good shepherd. He is the good shepherd. He goes before you. He, he walks beside of you. He walks with you. So, Father, would you just reveal yourself in this moment about your vastness, how big you are, how great you are, that, Lord, when you say that you're our refuge and strength, our ever-present help in time of trouble, Lord, we call to you today, Father, that you, our great God, that you reign in all the earth, above all the earth, God, that even you sit in the heavens, and, God, you, you often you laugh at, God, the things that we get perplexed by because God, it's nothing to you. So, Father, I just pray today that, God, you'll reveal yourself as a big God, ginormous, marvelous, how vast you are, how, 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 Lord, we're never beyond your reach today. We're never beyond your reach. We're never beyond your reach. never beyond your reach. Now, Lord, just reveal yourself as a big God. God, set us free from emotional roller coasters, depression, being weary, and discouraged, disappointment. God, whatever weighs on our mind, whatever has us weighted down, will cause us to struggle to lift our head to look up. You're awesome. You're awesome. Move through this room. 
touch, heal, and minister. Perform miracles. Allow problems and conditions and issues we came in with God to be left here and us leave differently. And from tops of our heads to the soles of our feet. Start moving and working. Let's move and work. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, heal eyes and ears. Perform miracles in our bodies. Every area of pain, God, just be dispelled. Curse it at the very root. The creative miracles begin to take place. You're God enough and big enough that you grow organs that we had removed. Dispel and heal us of disease and cancer. You're God enough to grow limbs and do the extraordinary. Come in this place and demonstrate your power. Great God that you are. Great God that you are. that you are. Hallelujah. Great God that you are. that you are. You are a God that works in the night. God enough that you work in the night. works in the night.
Yes, God of the overnight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. <laughs> Praise you, Jesus. He's God of the overnight. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, mighty God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Glory to God. In a moment, we're going to pray and agree. Lay hands and agree for anybody that needs prayer. I wasn't planning on doing this just yet. But, but before we do, I'm going to give you, I'm going to have to give you a, a snapshot of the fullness of the message I wanted to share. Because I believe we need to lay hands, pray, and agree. And believe God for miraculous things today. Mentioned some of them earlier while we were just in the time of exhorting the Lord. But I don't care whether it's financial or emotional or depression or physical or whatever. The Bible says when we two or three agree that it shall be done. And I sense faith in the room faith in the room that we can believe to see things accomplished so I wanted to share out of 1 Samuel 3 which we'll get to it next time but let me give you a snapshot of the fullness of this message this is a text about Samuel and Eli and the text begins in 1 Samuel 3 and it says one night and so much await the way that God speaks to me. He'll pull one or two things out of Scripture for me. So I challenge you in the next few days that you would read 1 Samuel chapter 3, 1 through 10. It was one night, and it says that Eli was laying in his usual place. And the whole text is really a means, there's so much to it that I couldn't even begin to tell it all to you but there's so much to the text that I, I use the text because how many have ever felt like you've been stuck in a night season or while, while other people are enduring good times and good things and seeing great things you can be stuck sort of in a night season where 
it all looks dark and it's hard to really see anything good coming ahead. Come on, somebody. Anybody ever felt like that? Anybody ever felt like you were sleeping during the night and you kept waking up through the night and it was like the night was never moving? And it, you'd wake up at what, what, midnight and you wake up again at one and you felt like you slept for four hours, but really here it's only been an hour. And then you wake up again at 2.30 and 3.30 and you're less like, Lord, is this night ever going to end? But, but circumstantially, often sometimes we'll feel like that we're stuck in, in, in an overnight. And so I was titling the message for today, The Overnight. I've worked some overnight shifts in my day. I've worked the seven to three shifts, the three to 11s, and then I've worked those wretched overnight shifts. And we used to call it the overnight when I did it. And how many of you know that when you work the overnight, that it's one, difficult to adjust to work in the overnight, but two, when you work the overnight, you inherit the problems of the previous two shifts. And so as I was reading the text about Samuel, who the Bible says that he basically that he knew about God, but it specifically says that he did not yet know the Lord. And really the, the, the synopsis of us, he hears a voice and he thought it was Eli calling him in it. And it wasn't. And Eli kept sending him back to his, his bed and he kept going back and he heard it again. And he went back to Eli and Eli said, no. And finally Eli understood that it wasn't a voice of a man that he heard, but that he was hearing the voice of God. And I use this text, I wanted to use this text for today as proof that, and as a reminder to all of you that the God that we serve is a God that works the overnight. And that truthfully and, and profoundly that all consistently through the word of God, we see where God shows up in the overnight. God has done some of his best and biggest miracles in the overnight hours, in the darkness. It, it doesn't matter whatever you and I have experienced or what we are experiencing right now. I need you to hear that, that God does some of his best work in the overnight hours in the darkness. I can prove it to you many, many places over. Think about Paul and Silas. The Bible says that they were locked up and in prison and about midnight or in the, in the midst of the midnight, God sends an angel to break out the walls of the prison. Even Peter was in prison and at night, God sent an angel to break him out in the midst of the dark hour. Amen. Think about this. God even created the earth in the middle of the night because the Bible says that as he began creating, we just dealt with this, right? And it says, and then finally, after he begins creation, he says, let there be light. And there was light. I just talked about it last week. I showed you how that's Jesus, right? Showing up in Genesis. Hallelujah. Lots of other examples. Even God created Eve out of Adam in the middle of the night. Yes, he did. Even Jesus himself was born at night. The Bible says that the wise men found him by what? Following a star in the middle of the night. God does some of his best work at night. So if you feel like you're stuck in a night season or that you're working the overnight, I want you to understand that God works the overnight too. And he does some of his best work in the overnight. So it doesn't matter whether it's a 
financial thing or a, or a physical thing or it, it doesn't matter if it's emotional it doesn't matter if I feel like I'm surrounded by darkness and and weary and tired and, and overwhelmed it, it doesn't matter the circumstances that I'm enduring that the God that we serve is God enough and big enough we said it and we're singing it earlier that he reigns and he's so massive and so large and so effective and so powerful that he also works the overnight and sometimes you and I need to be in a situation in a position and what happened in the text I gotta sort of fast forward there's all kind of goodness here but right at the end of, of about that 10th verse on the third time that 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 Samuel goes running to Eli the priest he said did you call and he said no and when Eli realized that Samuel was hearing the voice of God he said watch this I think so many times we'll come into the house of God and God is calling and we miss it. But Eli said to Samuel, he says, go back to your bed. Go back to the place where you heard the voice. And he says, watch this. He says, if he calls again. Notice Eli did not say when God calls again. He said, if he calls, because we're never assured that he's going to call our name again. Sometimes you and I can just miss God one too many times and God will move on. Hello? And, but, 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 but Eli told Samuel, he said, go back to your bed and, and lie down. He said, go back to the place where God, you heard the voice where God spoke to you. And he says, and if he calls again, he says, if he calls again, watch what he says. I, I love the way he says it. He said, and if he goes, calls again. Say to him, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Do you know how many times, sometimes I think God is in the heavens just saying, just shh, listen. Anybody else been so desperate for God to move, you just start shouting at him, yelling at him, praying constantly, asking, pleading, crying, yelling. And sometimes look at what Eli told him. He says, go back to your bed. Lay down. And if he calls again, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. In other words, I speak, Lord, I'm ready to hear. Speak, Lord, I'm ready to receive. I'm ready to receive. I want you and I to be in such a place and a position today that if he calls again, if he calls again, you can just say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Because we serve a God that works the overnight. In the midst of your deepest, darkest despair, in the midst of trouble and turmoil, he's there. Look how God was calling out to Samuel, and the Bible says that Samuel didn't even know God yet. God was calling him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He was calling out to Samuel, and the Bible clearly in our text, in that text says that he didn't even know him yet. Oh, thank you, Lord. But Lord, when I don't even know everything about you, yet you're still calling me. You're still reaching for me. So I, I'm making that point. So before that we lay hands and we start praying that for every person that feels like God won't do it for me. 
I'm making the point that God even called out in 1 Samuel 3 to a man who didn't know him, but that God wanted to reveal himself to him. He would later become one of the greatest prophets of the Old Testament. One of the greatest prophets. A man who was raised up in rejection. The Bible even says that his mom raised him up. His mom kept him until he was weaned. Then his mom gave him away as a sacrifice to God. Hannah. Boy brought up and raised up in rejection and barrenness. And here he is in a moment waiting to hear if God will speak again. And Eli says, if he speaks again. Say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. I want you to know that no matter where you are, who you are, no matter what we know or don't know, he's calling. I think through worship today, he was calling. Calling and hovering and ministering and moving. Remember last week when I introduced that word? When I took you back to creation and showed you Jesus right there in Genesis 1? I said, don't acknowledge the fact that the Spirit of God was hovering and it couldn't do anything until God spoke. And how the Spirit of God hovers and moves and will move about and He cannot do anything until you speak. We're going to speak and we're going to pray. And when we speak, we need to have the expectation that God is going to move. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying today? So that we can have the expectation that when we pray, depression leaves. That when we pray, like Angela that's in the hospital and needs, and needs prayer, that we can pray and just say, Lord, you do it. Not the doctors, you do it. That he'll move. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That every other need in this place, that he will do it. That we don't have to wait on medicines to work to make uh, Geneva's leg, you know, get, get, get to a place of normalcy. That we don't have to wait for doctors to figure out something else to cause our bodies to come in alignment. But Lord, you do it. And that Lord, you'll do it when we speak. Because Lord, we've been in a night season. Huh? I've been trudging through the overnight. But this was a reminder that God works the night shift. Can we just hold there a minute? I don't know. There has to be somebody else in here that's going through an overnight April. Because I know I'm not the only one. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Not an area of your life that's untouched. Not an area. He works the overnight. In other words, he's right there with you. Co-worker. Amen. Abiding and being with you. That's why Jesus said, I needs must go. So that the Holy Spirit, who is the comforter, who can always be with you, must come. He's in your midst right now. Every person that's online, he is in your midst. While we can't touch and agree to you, you're going to lay hands on yourself and we're going to pray and agree with every person online in, uh, at home as well as in this place today. Because I believe in the power of laying on hands and anointing with oil. 
for a breakthrough. For a breakthrough. That our night season will end. That our night season will end. That, that, that the sun will rise again in your life. That you're going to see the sunrise come up. I, I, I know. You know how people ask you sometimes, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? You know, you've heard me say that. And it's the reason is they're asking what's wrong because they're in daylight and you're in your night shift. And it's hard for you to smile. I think April asked Thursday, what's wrong with everybody? Everyone's frowning. She didn't know it, but there was nothing, area, not an area of my life that morning that wasn't untouched. Because sometimes when I'm in my day, she can be in her night. Or when I'm in my day, she could be in her night. When she's in her night, I'm in my day. You hear? And so God says for every person who's in the night shift, for every person that's been banging their head against the wall, you've still been serving. But what's interesting about that text, God, if I only had the time, what's interesting about that text is the Bible says that Eli was in his old age and going blind. And Samuel kept getting up out of bed because he thought that, that Eli was calling him and running. Samuel was still serving an old, almost blind man. My point is, is that some of you are still serving God. You're still showing up. I know lots of people fool around with God, don't show up, don't make him a priority, but you've still been coming. You've been still making him a priority. You're, you're still knocking. You're still seeking. You're still asking. And, but I, I want you to see this is that this is the point. This is like the third time that, 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 he, that Samuel went to Eli. And finally, you're, you're going to receive what it is you knew. Eli, Eli knew he was hearing the voice of God. Eli was a messed up man in a lot of ways. And God was through with him. That's why Samuel was being raised up as the, as the prophet. And yet... It was in that moment that, that Eli knew enough about God and knew God enough to know he was hearing the voice of God. He said, go and wait. And if you hear him again, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. When you and I go to the Lord in prayer and we gather up here in the front, that's what we're going to say. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Because there's something about the night season he's wanted you to see and understand. There's something about what we're going through. He needs you and I to hear and understand. Amen. Hallelujah. One more thing about the text and then we're going to pray. See, look, I'm doing all right. Steelers don't come on for a bit yet. The Bible says in that text that the lamp of the Lord had not yet burned out. And then later it says, ere the lamp has gone out. How many of you know that when you were in the thick of life, it's as if the enemy tries to take the oil out of your lamp. Right? He, he tries to, to, to suck the life out of you, remove all joy, remove all happiness, remove all peace, right? Remove all anointing that even we can come into the house of God, the presence of God, and sometimes we're dry or it's dry or our worship is dry, or our prayer life is dry and all of those things. And, and I was thinking about that. And I remember growing up as a kid, my, my one grandmother used to have oil lamps in her spare bedrooms. And so anytime I would go and stay there, there would be these lamps with real old lamps. Now, Lois is old enough. She remembers what it was like before electricity. But I used to just play with those oil lamps. And every time I play with them, I'd get yelled at. And I would steal my grandma's cigarette lighter. And I would go up into, uh, my, well, maybe it was my own. Sometimes I would steal it and, you know. 
And I used to go up in there and I would play with, because most of the oil was going out of there. And over the years of playing with it, the oil was out of the lamp. We had messed with it long enough. The oil was gone. But the wick was wet. And I was praying the other day about some stuff. I said, Lord, it feels like my reserve is empty. And I was looking at this text, thinking about preaching out of it. And it reminded me of the text where air the lamp went out. The Lord said to me when I was praying, I said, Lord, it feels like my reserve is empty. I'm running on empty. And he whispered, just, just like I'm talking to you right now, he whispered, he said, yes. But your wick is still wet. In other words, there's enough still in you to light a flame. So I'm going to share that word with you today. That it doesn't matter if it feels like you're running on empty or that your back is against a wall or that there's nothing left. Your wick is still wet. You could have burned it all up, but the wick is still wet. There's still enough of the anointing of God. There's still enough of the presence of God. Even if you came in dry today, there, the, the wick is still wet enough. Is somebody hearing me? There's still enough anointing left in this place or in your life or in your prayer life or deep within you. That, that's why the Bible says when deep calleth out to deep, that there's still enough in you that today as you and I agree and come to the Lord in prayer, we can say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Whatever you want to do, Whatever you want to tell me, whatever you want to show me, let God speak to your heart and your life today in this place. Aren't you ready? Can we pray and agree? So I don't care if you felt like God's overlooked you or forsaken you, or if you've been in your night season, or you've been working the overnight shift and it's been a long season. It doesn't matter where you fall in any of the things that I've said, and I just barely got to scratch the surface, but it doesn't matter who you fall in any of that. I'm telling you, if you have an area of need at all, we're going to pray, agree, anoint, lay hands, and believe God in this place for miracles, for Him to do it now. Because I firmly believe that He brought this word the overnight. He wanted to bring it for a reason. And while He's bringing it about in a different way, I still believe He wants to accomplish His purpose in this place for such a time as this hallelujah 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 so before we call you for prayer we start praying and agreeing i want you to take a moment and just recognize how big he is i want you to take a moment right now to consider the I want you to consider the greatest thing you may have ever seen God do. Some of you may have seen God do some extraordinary healing. I watched blind eyes be opened and I prayed for people and watched their deaf ears open and watched cancer and gooters fall off of people's face and watched legs grow. Whatever the greatest thing is that you've seen, I want you to consider that just before you saw that Many of us also thought, is God ever going to meet this request? So I want you to dispel all kinds of thoughts like that. 
and know that he has God enough to do it right now in this place through its emotional, physical, financial, mental, spiritual. God, you're awesome. God, you're awesome. And God, we bless you. And Lord, we adore you in this place. Father, before we give an altar call today to pray and agree and anoint and lay hands, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would receive our praise, our glory, our honor. Father, we just take a moment just to worship you, just to, just to say how great you are, how big you are, how marvelous you are, how God, you do reign in all the earth. God, God, you are reign. God, you are large and in charge. God, you still desire to accomplish your will in the earth. And so, Father, I thank you that everything that we've shared, God, every word that has gone forth, every song that has been sung today, God, has been nothing but to just make your name great, to sing how how great you are, that, Lord, you are, are you are majesty. You are, you are majesty. Lord, you are great. Lord, you do miracles that are great. There is no one else like you, we sang. God, we sang about how, Lord, you reign. Our God reigns. Our God reigns. Our mighty God who sits in the heavens. Our God whose earth is, is your footstool. Lord, you reign above all else. And so, Father, we, we just draw on your presence, God, even now. Lord, we desire that you increase in this place. That, Lord, we decrease so that you can increase. Lord, less of us and just more of you in this room today. And, Lord, in moments we're going to call upon you. We're going to join faith to faith. Lord, two and three are going to begin to agree. Lay hands, anoint, and pray, and believe that God every emotional, uh, physical, financial, spiritual, God, whatever area of our life that God needs, needs a breakthrough, needs a touch, that Lord, whatever area of our life that we've been in a night season, that God, that we will come out of the night season by remembering that Lord, you too work the night shift, that Lord, you, you, you're working the night shift, that Lord, we, 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 we may have come in our night season, but Lord, you are a God that does your greatest works in the middle of the night. So Father, come and meet us in our night, sweep through and touch and move in this place in the midst of our night shift. Yes, the sun might be shining out there. Yes, it might be a beautiful day outside, but everything that we see, everything that we, we, we have the ability and the capacity to see within our realm, God, seems impossible, seems, seems, seems difficult, seems challenging. And so, Father, come meet your church in the midst of their, 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 their night shift, in the midst of their night season, I pray in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, for every person in this room, I don't care what you need prayer for, what you may need, need anointed for, we're going to pray and agree with you. Just start coming and if, just start coming. We're going to start praying and agreeing and laying hands and believing. Don't wait. Hallelujah. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait. We're going to believe that God's going to touch us in this place. We're going to believe that God's going to touch us in this place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lots of people need prayer today. Oh, yes. God of our night shift. Hallelujah. God's about to show up on the night shift. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You hear me? He's about to show up on the night shift. He's about to show up on the night shift. 
God. Glory to God. So many of you need prayer. Brandon, you want to help? We're going to come by and anoint every one of you right now, and then we're going to pray corporately that God would move and do what only He can do in this place. Start from that side. Just anoint everybody in this place, and then we're going to pray corporately. As we anoint you, I want you to receive that as God just showed up on the night. He just showed up on the night shift. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He's just showing up on the night shift system. God's showing up. God's showing up. He's showing up. Hallelujah. He's showing up. He's showing up. Father, in the name of Jesus. Everybody at home watching, lay hands on yourself. Lay hands on yourself. Hallelujah. God of the night shift. God of the night shift. God of the night shift.